This is Maybe Tomorrow. I'm Bria. And I'm Caroline. We're two friends having an unfiltered conversation about our own personal journeys with anxiety. And inviting you to help us break down the stigmas by celebrating this very human experience. Our highs, our lows, our quirks, and everything in between. (laughs) Okay. Take three. (laughs) Hey everyone, welcome to Maybe Tomorrow in 2021. In today's episode, we reflect on learnings, observations from the shit year that we all love to call 2020. And it's also our one-year anniversary of Maybe Tomorrow. So, you know, we learned what it's like to live through a global pandemic on top of starting something new, this podcast. So, what, what, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, it's our one year. I know, how does it feel? Honestly, I feel like I've been talking about doing a recap of starting something with you for like the last six months. So the time has finally come. The time has come. But there's so much come. more to cover. I there's know. There's so much more to cover. You know, it was a tough year to start something new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of all years, like little did we know, walking into 2020, naive Bria and Caroline thought, hey, I'm going to do something bold and we're going to start a podcast. And the hardest thing about the podcast is just going to be sticking with it. Or living Not through the, the year. W- <laughs> we're living through the year. Yeah, exactly. So honestly, I'm super proud of us. We started a project and we kept it going for a year, which is if anybody's listened to our episode on perfectionism, um, that's not, that's no small feat. No. Well, and I mean, I think one of the best parts, so for anybody who hasn't been following our stories, you should go to our social, look at our little season one and season two story highlights so you can go back on some of them. Um, I admittedly put in more funny moments than were like mentally healthy relevant, but that's okay. But I think my favorite ones to go back to, aside from the funny ones, were just naive Brie and Caroline where I was like... Oh, this was February. Like, and then we <laughs> the talked. The world was still open, still turning. Well, and then there were episodes where I was like, surely this is one that was specific to COVID. And I'm like, no, it was just like literally a part of every conversation we had to have because we lived through having anxiety on top of like the weirdest year ever. I think our content calendar just got thrown out the window because we were like, man, everybody's got anxiety now. What do we do to appeal to the people? (laughs) Right. And also, like, I mean, the thought of even trying to schedule anything out past, like, a month, a week was, like, near impossible. Every day I was like, what's going to happen today? I couldn't see past the tip of my nose. So I couldn't promise any stellar social content (laughs) in, in three months. So... Honestly, perfectionism aside, I I do think that we learned so much and I am also proud that we didn't like scrap a ton of things that we were like, ah, I sound weird in this or 
oh my gosh, I said this one phrase that might not be PC. Like, it's so easy to get into your head. Y'all got unfiltered Brie and Caroline, man. I know. I, like, I mean, we weren't even drunk. Like, (laughs) that's like... I do have a beer right now, but it's Sunday, so I think it's okay. Yeah, I mean, you deserve it. (laughs) Honestly, just, like, let loose. Um, Yeah, and I... Also, I just think that like the other side of that is starting something new, which sort of segues into a more um, relatable topic for everybody, whether or not you started a project or a podcast, is just like trying to keep something going. How do you stay persistent? Um, How do you continue showing up for yourself and the people that rely on you, like your community? And also, I don't know about you, Bria, but like, 100% 100% my definition of who my community or like my tribe is has like totally changed. Oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. we saw like the racial injustice movement. You know, we've saw people being irresponsible with COVID. And there was just a lot that I think came into question around like morals. And then you started judging yourself. Like, am I the right person to be doing this? Who am I to say that? But these are all personal decisions. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, like where, how are you feeling about like wrapping up this like hellacious year? It's a beautiful combination of like, I think a lot of the things that come to surface, I guess, with somebody who has anxiety, like as a combination of that, the shit year and starting something new Like, there's just been a lot of stuff that I feel like I've learned about myself. And I think one of the things um, that came to surface for me is, like, investing in myself. And it's been, you know, you always sort of feel like you need to do something for somebody else or, um, you know constantly be keeping tabs on like every acquaintance and like borderline friend that you have and checking in on them and I think um this has brought a lot of like self-awareness of what you need individually by not having social interactions with people um and like what you said which I think brings it back to starting a podcast is like we were very real with each other around like where we were at and you it's very easy to fall into a trap of guilt like I owe somebody something like I'm supposed to be there we're supposed to do this and like it's okay that we didn't jump on to record it's okay that it took me a while to edit like it was just that type of awareness that I feel like you get in yourself where you're just like, you know what, right now I need X and that's okay. Do you feel like it, that level, that heightened awareness wouldn't have been possible as like a 2020 realization had all those things did not happen last year? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you feel like it would have taken you a lot longer to realize that? I think so, for sure. I mean, yeah. I think that there's just a lot of need that you needed to place on yourself for self-value. And, like, you had more time to yourself in general. So I think it just gave you the time to sort of think about what do I need. 
as mm-hmm. a person. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't just know. even hopefully saying, you like, didn't feel guilty. <laughs> about I totally felt guilty. Of course, I felt guilty. I told you that I was building a website for like the last six months, <laughs> and everybody's fine. Every- <laughs> and you know, one thing that I do appreciate from 2020 is like the realization that I don't have to be everything for everyone. Right. You know, you like it's be. so easy. You can't be. You absolutely can't. And you just like want to stretch yourself like Gumby to be like, oh, you want me to show up for that barbecue? Okay. You know, yeah. oh, we're going to this like random ass couple that I never see, but I feel bad because they like invited me to their wedding. They invited us to their house for dinner you know so then you feel obligated to go like I feel like those obligations which don't you have those people where you're just like why did you invite me to your wedding yes 100% there's still people that I'm like (laughs) I don't I mean (laughs) I mean was I a registry person which is like totally fine if I was and good on you because I came and I got you a gift so (laughs) but um would have preferred to send you one but yeah exactly um but I mean, all that to say, like, how are we supposed to know that, like, we were stretching ourselves so thin every day unless we start to experience the polar opposite and we start to realize, oh, when everything is cut off from our, like, daily lives, here are the things I do miss. Oh, it's actually nice to not have these types of interactions or these types of obligations. I don't think I would have realized that had it this not happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I feel like it also helps you think about what relationships matter the most which is what you mentioned around like what is the community that you care about who are the people that like share similar values to you like right that's something that came up a lot this year too on revisiting our values spending time actually sitting with like what do we care about what matters to us like what is humanity (laughs) Mm -hmm. like so many things that I um feel like gave you again not only the self-reflection but like kind of taming back some of the the toxic stuff in your life like shedding the shit you don't need yeah like the values like alignment is like a major theme of 2020 I mean I obviously support and love small businesses and will always support them like it's like my preferred way of shopping but holy shit did I like shout about it seven ways to Sunday to make sure that businesses are staying alive and open and it's because our government is trash but yeah you know I that's another burden that are on a lot of people that have regular incomes some low incomes like we now feel the pressure to help like our community businesses to stay open. Like it's really sad when you start to see like closed businesses and you're like, Oh, I used to go there. I used to love it. And then you start to think about like how it impacts the individual that owned it and the people that worked there. There's like a domino effect of emotions that have been coming from every single which way, not to mention everything that happened with the racial injustice, like movement. I saw something that was online that was, um, it was like a it was just like a tweet that was talking about 
how people were complaining that like nothing happened in 2020 and somebody was like uh you can't complain that nothing happened like the largest racial injustice movement in history happened yeah and so like lest we not forget that that is also um a huge turning point in the relationships in in our self-education you know and how we interact with the outside world right. that does require a significant amount of energy to like really sit down and think through. Um, so yeah, I mean, 2020 for all the things that did not happen. Yeah. There was a lot, right? Well, and just coming back to that is something that I've been thinking about around like now that you know better doing better, Mm -hmm. which I feel like for somebody who, suffers with anxiety you always assume like well why didn't I already know better like I should have known better yeah like why didn't I do better Uh, like you totally beat yourself up yeah it's the perfectionism thing that comes back in everything Mm -hmm. um and again like I think we just need to give ourselves a lot more grace like you mentioned the burden of like trying to you know single-handedly keep small businesses that you care about save the U.S. economy keep USPS afloat. I, I want to name the, just that point of like 2020 was anxiety inducing for a lot of reasons. Like what are you carrying through to 2021? What are you leaving behind? Yeah. I think like when it comes to a lot of like the racial injustice, um, like just a lot of the events that happened, the events that continue to happen in the news, um, it's hard for me to obviously fully understand that lived experience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've talked about this. I'm a person of color, but I'm, you know, I benefit so much, you know, through that structural racism that's in place. And so understanding like what are ways for what is like my role in this yeah. has been such an eye-opening moment um and so i think like that 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 continued education is something that is going to be vital to like fully like dismantling our own internal biases and racism because one of the hardest things for anybody to admit that's not black or brown or person of color whatever is we're all racist you know even people of color are racist and that's totally fine you have to like name it so you know where to move on from and I think a lot of times like there's a lot of uncomfortable moments that 2020 has presented for people where you know we society has thought oh I'm not racist like you know I I have a black friend which is like such trash like justification and um you know I I've gone to school with black people and, you know, like they're like, and I donate to, you know, the NAACP, like there's like all these like justifications, but you know, that inward introspection is so vital and so important, but it's going to take time and it's not going to be just a 2020 thing. It's going to be like our rose colored glasses on how we think the world works is now like has flown off. It's now crushed. Yeah. And so how are you going to move on from there? Um, another thing is, um, when it comes to the global pandemic, like one of the things that I 
admittedly have not done a great job of prior to 2020 is caring about strangers in a way that like you now have to you have to now consider you know who you're shopping around like I know a lot of people through a huge fuss around like why are there only seniors only shopping times or like what is the purpose of a mask all those things are just like it's how do you show just common etiquette and respect mm-hmm. for like your fellow man, woman, you know, that's sort of like where it starts to like kind of like bubble into how do we just live more harmoniously with each other? I don't have the answers for that, but those are the things that I start to think about. So is that I sad that I was hopeful when we like came into a pandemic where I was like, we've been so divided this is going to be the one thing that brings us oh, together. Another sure enough. <laughs> we can, yeah. If there's one thing we can do in this country, it's we can polarize anything. Yeah. Like the most absurd things. It just blew my mind. More learnings, mm-hmm. observations. <laughs> More learnings and observations, like we mentioned. Yeah. Also, I mean, you and I, just on an individual level, we've gone through our own personal mental health journeys right like we've been on this like journey to just uh, better understand why are we like the way that we are why do we you know react the way that we do in certain situations or don't react that's a huge like that's a huge like input in all of this yeah well uh I mean I think it's been our awareness around mental health and like the fact that there's just only I don't know if you read the book um the subtle art of not giving a fuck like long time ago yes right like there's only so many fucks that you have that you can give (laughs) about and there's like so many fucks to care about right now (laughs) that like I feel like other things start to sort of fall off your give a fuck radar which is kind of relieving, to be honest, for somebody with anxiety, where you're just like, I can't control this. Um, and so, like, I can't, you know, put or invest a ton of energy into it. And, you know, I can point that to either being one, a result of living through 2020 and, and having too many fucks, or also just like, you know, trying to understand a little bit more about our mental health totally totally and I think Uh, I mean that being said we are still going into a year of uncertainty mm -hmm. like we didn't switch over to 2021 and it's like bam we're fixed we're out of the yep. pandemic. Things are going to go back to normal. Like, you know, there's a lot of hope, I feel like, going into 2021. But I think it's also worth really recognizing that, like, it's not just, like, everything is fixed. So yeah. just naming that, like, again, I think it's been nice to know that there's so many things that are, you know, literally out of your control that you need to sort of, like, unlearn that part of anxiety that Mm -hmm. there's so much we can't have control over because it's not just like we've a wand has been waved woven yeah 
it wouldn't be an episode with us where I didn't have a challenge with a grammar, with grammar. mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever magic happens and we go into this year and it's all fixed. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a naive way to look at it. And I said a lot of naive shit about <laughs> what the what 2020 was going to be like. Did I tell you about my experience on New Year's Eve? You did not. Okay. So it was like 6 p.m. You know, Josh and I decided to go to Shake Shack. We are driving. We are driving by this um, one of the train stops. Like, so our the road goes over it and then like you take the train is goes is underneath. Anyways, I'm just like taking a deep breath in the car and I'm like, I can't believe we finally made it in one piece to New Year's Eve, like December 31st, the last day of 2020. And I was like, dude, I don't know if I can handle another year like 2020. Like I mentally do not have the energy to like put forth and like keep me going. So I need a fucking sign from the universe right now. Oh, I'm so into this shit. If the, if this world, if like, 2021 is going to be anything like 2020 in that moment i shit you not i am not making this up we look over and from the train platform a guy who's so fucked up i don't even know what he's on i might have wanted some of it he was (laughs) his jacket was like falling off his shoulder he had a limp for some reason and he was running and his entire face was bloody oh. and like it was just dark red he was he looked like he got his face mauled off but he looked fine it didn't seem like it was too <laughs> I don't much know if of a, a face concern. mauled off and looking fine True. are the same thing okay <laughs> he only looked fine because the two people that were on the train that were like the train cops i don't know yeah. they had like their microphones and they were just sort of like watching him run so I was like, maybe he just like fell. I mean, he's and high he on something. Yeah. Up. yeah. So anyways, um, I'm trying not to take that as an omen for 2021. Like his bad day is not my bad omen for the year. But we were like, okay, maybe that's just 2020 running out. Right. <laughs> Hopefully it was only 6 p.m. It was only 6 p.m. But yeah, so I was like, it happened on that was like, that is like the most on brand moment i was hoping you were gonna say something magical happened that's what i was waiting oh, for. oh i know i'm sorry i couldn't give that to you no you I know mean, i've been reading a lot of shit though about like the chinese new year and astrology predictions mm. and stuff like that and like justifications for why 2020 was so shitty from those sources i mean signs point mostly to a better year but at least if we're following astrology, it seems like the pattern will follow very much what the, uh, 2020 did as far Uncer- as like mm-hmm. lockdowns and then reopening around July and then lockdown again. And I'm totally. just like, <laughs> and fucking Colorado's got this like new strand or whatever. Dude. Yes. It's the more contagious one. I don't, you know, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm just none of us are house. no 
No, none of us are. This but, is this is it. But but here's the thing with like uncertainty, right? It's it's hard when you have when you're struggling with a mental illness. You know, you want certainty in your life. You want to know that everything's going to be okay. You when you're always like living in the future because of like your nerves and your anxiousness, you want to know that it's all working towards a better you know, situation or, or a better life. And, and then because you want to be so certain in that you, all the other uncertainties just put you on edge. And that's so hard. Like, how are you, it's hard. Like, you know, I have to take medication for, you know, a lot of times with like Adderall, you know, it helps me stay focused, you know, and it helps me at least do the things I need to do on a daily basis. So then I feel like I'm making progress towards something. So my anxiousness can like come down a little bit, Mm -hmm. but it can be very crippling for people. So, you know. Well, certainty provides a sense of safety, right? Like, I mean, even just in your example of needing to be on Adderall so you can feel productive, like so that you don't feel like you're going to lose your job. Like there's, Mm -hmm. you're creating some level of, you know, certainty in your productivity to help you feel safe. And I think that's, what's been stripped away from a lot of people, which is scary. And maybe it'll make us more resilient in the long run or allow us to take more risks. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have my crystal ball. Oh, if you find one, let me know. I, I have a lot of questions for you. <laughs> it's tempting. You know, maybe learn, I'll learn some like tarot card reading or some shit. Have you ever I gotten mean, that done before? Yeah, I have tarot. Do you do it yourself? Like, do mm-hmm. you read them yourself? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's cool. What about like palm reading? Um, I've gotten, I don't know how to palm read, but um, I know a few people who have done it and they've read my palm and they've told me like the different lot, what the lines mean and like, if it's broken, what that means and the direction it goes, it's Hmm. really cool. I really think it's a gift, but I need to also sort of, yeah, I also sort of need to like make sure I'm not doubling down on all the spiritual, like (laughs) doorways that are available to me. So I could like tell the future. I mean, if that was a superpower that was available to me, I would 100% take it. You know, that's an interesting point. I wonder how many people who struggle with anxiety would choose the superpower of predicting the future. Probably a very high percentage. Right. I mean, like, think about it. If I knew that Biden was going to be president in You'd have way less anxiety. (laughs) I'd be like, you guys, we just need to get through this year. Just wear a mask and just go vote. It's going to happen. Yeah, but even then, if you shared your predictions, people still wouldn't fucking do it. Yeah, that's true. It's true. They wouldn't do so, it. I don't know. I'm excited for 2021. I'm excited for what we do with this podcast. I think it's been a source of stability for me, which I hope like people, if they've ever started a project or even as podcasts themselves... Sometimes it's nice to have like something that you can just funnel your energy into. Yeah. 
and not worry about it, you know, like how you sound, whatever. Like it takes a lot of like courage. And so I'm super proud of us for doing it. It's been a source of, I think, joy for me. You know, you talk about the things, Mm -hmm. let's Marie Kondo this shit. Like what are the things in your life that sprinkle, sparkle, spark joy, spark joy, spark joy, spark joy, joy. or sprinkle joy, whatever. And this is definitely one of them. Um, So I'm thankful for that going into the new year. Yep. 100%. Happy anniversary. Happy new year. Oh, and happy anniversary, (laughs) Bria. That's so cute. How cute are we? Adorable. Bria and I are so grateful for the opportunity to connect with you, and we hope you continue to tune in to our conversations covering various topics surrounding anxiety. While we hope this podcast provides a sense of comfort, we would be remiss if we didn't mention that we are not doctors or any licensed professionals and cannot recommend treatment or give individualized advice. If you or someone you know is struggling with anxiety or depression, please contact a mental health professional.